0: My name is Panta Kalhor, and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 164 Green Healing Show Are You an Empath with Catherine Malik? Owner and founder of Catherine Malik Coaching Empath Soul Mastery. Welcome to my show, Catherine. Oh, thank you! Thanks so much for having me. Uh, so I know you've you've done a lot of great things. First of all, you are an international bestseller author. I don't know your the name of your book, so I love to talk about it as well. You also talk about empathy. And I wonder how empath uh, can help us heal. That's that's an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. So tell me about yourself uh, for, um, and how you became an, a healer. And then, uh, yeah, just tell sure. me about. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Of course. Of course. I will answer that question about the book.
1: It's called The Untethered Woman. <laughs> so it's... Uh, what is it? Un- untethered. Uh-huh. Untethered Woman. Uh, you might have heard of the book uh, The Untethered Soul um, by Michael Singer, which I love that book. So this is called The Untethered Woman. Uh, so beautiful, beautiful words, I feel. And so that's the book. Now, uh, yes, I, I am a holistic coach and international best-selling author energy healer, as well as a teacher. And so how did this all begin? That's always the interesting question with everybody, what put them on to the path of, you know, their life, what what it was it that they were meant to do in their life. And for me, um, from a young age, I always knew that I was different, as most people who are empaths will realize, um, being sensitive and sort of seeing things and knowing things. Um, I was drawn towards healing from a young age. Um, In my family, there were members of the family that had visions, they would be called clairvoyants or psychics. So I remember hearing about this as a child, sometimes about this aunt or this person having a vision or a godmother having a vision, as well as my father was involved in hands on healing. That's not something people really knew about him. But he was involved in that. And so knowing all that. And it just led me in my own life to explore and to start um, working with healers myself from a young age. Uh, I was very curious. And so really, it began from there, like from childhood having a curiosity, and then just going through my own life and not understanding life, to be honest, like very puzzled by this whole world. Um So working with coaches and healers and then becoming their assistant and working with them, learning along the way, then training um, and doing my own spiritual work. Really. It's like it all just kind of flows together. And as I was sharing earlier, my earlier life and most of my life, I've been working in the arts as uh, an actor, writer, director, and actors to me are very much healers in a sense because you know the emotions the stories that they tell can be very healing for those who are watching sometimes we recognize ourselves in that story and that emotion and we're like oh that's what i'm feeling so healing on healing arts and you know healing arts both
0: yeah arts always help healing cuz um i do journaling <laughs> and i it helped me go through my ptsd and all all of those nightmares I had. Mm-hmm. It's a great uh, combination of creation first, and you can have a lot of focus on what you're doing and creates distraction from your past trauma as well. <laughs> so uh, I know it really helped. So tell me about your proficient you said you are you doing art right now as well Mm, not as much in uh, I do healing art
1: I call it the healing arts Um, so I'm a holistic coach I call myself more of a soul coach um, an energy healer and so working with people who would consider themselves to be an empath or an HSP which is a highly sensitive person or just calling themselves a sensitive soul. I often use the sort of general term, sensitive soul. And so working with people who feel that they are very much an empath or sensitive soul. And helping them with their abilities. And just working through the healing of that. As many of us carry a lot of wounds throughout our lives. So wounds and trauma. So really um, going into those places, which I consider some of our blind spots, the places that we don't even know are there, but we know something doesn't feel right. So working with them with a variety of techniques and exercises and healing modalities to really assist them, I feel like it's like coming home to who you truly are. Because when we're clouded up and layered up with things that we're carrying all our life, it's like having all these backpacks that we're carrying around, we don't need them. And they're sort of clouding who we are, and even confusing ourselves.
0: What? Why do you call someone sensitive? Is it about the anger, or uh, mm. how do you know someone someone is a great client to work with, or how you can help them?
1: Mm, that's a wonderful question. So, someone who identifies as sensitive, some or like an empath, some of the traits, the things that they'll notice is that they sense and feel things deeply. So for some people, you can be in a room and someone is crying, let's say, and you'll be like, Oh, yeah, they're crying. Like for for a lot of people, it's like, Oh, they're crying. But for an empath, it's like, Oh, it's so sad. And they start crying themselves. And they take it on like they feel like they just it's so heavy for them. So it's like, it's like um, sensing and feeling deeply everyone around you, their emotions. So if someone's angry, you know, often for someone who's sensitive like that, they may also after being around someone who's angry, then they'll feel angry, but they're not realizing that it that they've sort of taken on this energy, and not realizing that they themselves were not angry minutes ago, and they're really not angry, but they're you know, taking that energy and and they're feeling and sensing deeply to that. So is it good to be an empath or not? <laughs> That's an excellent question as well, because often people that are empathic or sensitive will either uh, talk about it being something great and ability or a gift. And then there's many that will say um, it's a curse and it sucks And I understand this one. I understand this one because uh, for myself, I I knew something was different about me. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know there was a word for it. And how I eventually found out was, I mean, I read an article about people like this and I thought, oh, well, that's interesting, but that's not me because these people must be special and I'm not special. So that's them. And eventually I met someone who had a license plate on their car that said empath. Like, when we talk about angels or the universe giving you messages, I think they had to be really blunt with me because I just wasn't willing to say I was an empath. And so this person with their license plate, I bravely walked up to them and said, um, is your last name empath? And I I knew, I'm, I'm sensitive, I know it's not their last name already. So they explained to me everything and I went, oh, and I went, "That's that's what I feel. I know exactly what this is. Like, there's a name and I felt... I felt relieved um, that there was a name for us. But I was also very angry because I thought and and sad about it because I thought, why didn't I know this before? Why am I walking around the world all these years and not knowing? And so it's both, you know, for some people, they feel it's not a good thing. And for some people, once they learn to work with their energy and work with emotions and to understand it and to do their own healing. This is a key point to do their own healing, what they need to heal on themselves. See, because empaths are very busy looking at other people and wanting to help other people. We want to help everyone. But what we're doing is we're sometimes getting in the way, but also we're avoiding ourselves. So it's tricky, right? Because we have these big hearts you want to help, but you're kind of avoiding that what needs healing here in your own heart. So... For many empaths who have not turned that inwards, they're going to probably experience a very difficult and challenging life and say that it sucks to be an empath. And I, I could understand that. I totally relate to that. I get that. But once for myself, I knew about energy and emotions and about healing. Um, it's a different story. It's, it, I think it's amazing. <laughs>
0: I think it's good for understanding the situation, your patient or your clients. Mm-hmm. You uh, definitely understand what are their emotions because you have the same, you get the same fre- frequency of that feeling, right? But uh, I guess for people who are very sensitive, let's say uh, they listen to news all the time. I, I know a lot of people like that. So and they are so sensitive, they get angry, uh, they they are really worried about the world, you know. <laughs> if you are that kind of person, so your life is going to be so difficult because uh, there is unfair things in the world. There are always war and there are a lot of these situations. If you are just thinking about this kind of thing every day, finally you get really depressed. (laughs) So how can we control this? How can we, uh, on one hand, how can we be empath to others to understand them and how can we avoid ourselves to be affected by negative news Mm. or negative emotions?
1: Yeah, that's very important. So what I would say is that it really involves self-care. You know how we speak about self-care for most human beings that we need to take care of ourselves? Well, if you're an empath or a sensitive person, then you really need to take care of yourself. And part of that is understanding. And there's some basic suggestions that I have But also it's important for each individual to know what is working for you. So generally for empaths, being in nature, that is so important. You know, grounding, earthing in nature, forest bathing, so important. Being by bodies of water, lakes, oceans, streams, anything, because the energy of that is so cleansing for us. Having Epsom salt baths or sea salt baths, cleansing our energy field, all of that is so helpful. Um, I think it's just really important, uh, getting proper rest, eating properly for you. Like I, I, you know, I'm not a nutritionist, but as an empath, I know for me that I eat very, uh, carefully organic, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit, um, very clean eating, uh, because I don't feel good, I'm I'm sensitive. So if I eat something that's not that healthy, I feel it. You know, Um, I just think it's so important getting sleep. If you're watching the news a lot, and you're worrying, and you're a sensitive person, you're not going to sleep. So now you're running your body down on no sleep. That's, you know, for an empath, we need to be creating that sort of harmony inside of us. So I think it's just, you know, It's just that you're called and you have an opportunity to step up your self-care. Rather than saying you have to do it, I say you have an opportunity to step it up. So you can look into your self-care and realize, are you taking good care of yourself? These are some of the tools, some of the things you can do to help yourself. Um, Watching the news all the time is not going to help. And even someone who's not an empath, it's too much. It's bombarding. It's just these, it's like... Whether the screen, the the light from the screen, the energy, the information, the negativity, uh, that's too much. That's too much for us. We're going through a lot in these last few years and life is already a lot. There's always something going on. Um, I don't myself watch the news. I will find out things. Everyone speaks about it. Uh, If I need to know something, I'll find out, but I just
0: don't. Okay, we go uh, have a break for a few seconds and we come back. Please subscribe to Panto Akadhor Transition channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. (sighs) All right, so Catherine, tell me about your own website, katherinemalek.com And what are you doing there? What is your freebie? If you have something for my audience? Sure. Yes,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so on my website, definitely you'll find information about being an empath, a sensitive soul. I share a lot about my own journey. So definitely if you feel or think that you're an empath or a sensitive person, Go ahead and take a look there because you might also go, check, yes, check, yes. You might start seeing yourself. And as well, uh, there are links on the website that lead into a free Facebook group. So in my Facebook group, it's a free group and it's a very safe and nurturing and loving group. I make sure that I'm always in that group, making sure that, you know, it's all positive. And it is all empaths and sensitive people. And they're just lovely. And so in the group, I create posts. I do videos every single week. So teaching videos, sharing, uh, answering questions, as well as um, those are called Transcendent Tuesdays that I do every Tuesday. And I do cat chats randomly. I pop up in the group a lot, giving talks about something. Someone asks a question. Maybe I'll answer it on a video. So that is sort of the hub of everything there. Now, on my website, you'll also find my Soul Mastery Program. And that is a six-month journey working with me on everything empath, energy, love, healing, recharging your energy, ceremony, like it's everything that you could possibly want in a spiritual journey. And so for empaths, to me, it's, uh, it's, it's an incredible transformation, You know, many empaths will come to me and they feel a little bit beat up from the world that they're an empath. And within a few weeks, they'll start saying, I already feel different. I already feel confident. And I just feel relieved because everything I'm telling you, it's like, yeah, it's true. It's true. This is what I'm feeling. So it's uh, I, I think it's just an incredible life changing journey for any empath. So
0: I love group coaching. Because people around you are are the same, and they have the same situation, same problem, and they all support each other the same way. And uh, I know if you have people, not one on one is good as well. But when you are in a group, you can share experiences, mm-hmm. and you see that others could progress in this way, and it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. So. Give me some tips <laughs> uh, for people who are empath and mm-hmm. uh, they are very sensitive. Uh, you tell me about the rituals that going to nature is a great mm-hmm. habit. Mm-hmm. What else is it because you said holistic? I just want to mm-hmm. know what else they can add to their daily rituals. Mm-hmm. Well, I
1: mean, the continuation is really taking such good care of yourself um getting sleep uh drinking enough water right being hydrated um as well really feeling grounded and connected in your body so as a healer often i'm doing energy balancing is what i'd like to say and balancing out the chakras which are your main energy centers and for many people um i don't like to say it as um like protecting your energy or shielding. It's often said that way. You might have heard this before yourself. I don't like to say it that way. I just like to say it as a connecting to yourself. So and these to me are some of the least important things. There's so much deeper work that you can do. But one is connecting to the floor. Uh, sensitive people and empaths, we tend to, our energy tends to be from the heart up. We're connected to the spiritual realm. We're not as connected to the earthly realm. So I would say it's like just feeling your feet on the floor. If you can be barefoot, wiggling your toes, really connecting to the earth is really, really important. I mean, it's important for everybody, but especially sensitive people. As well, I would say you can visualize a a bubble around yourself. And often it's said you have to shield or protect yourself. And I like to think of it more as just doing a self-bubble. And just really as bringing love to yourself, just visioning this love. So you could actually do a bubble and using pink or green, so the the heart chakra. You could use those colors and just make like a large bubble around yourself and just sit in that love for you, Um, focusing on your heart and really um, focusing on receiving. This is the big catch. So as sensitive souls, we like to give but generally, like 99% will not like to receive. So we like to give you gifts, we like to do things for you. But as far as receiving, we're always like, no, 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 I don't need anything. No, you know, so that's not how it works, though. Our heart energy needs to circle, we need to flow in and flow out, we need to give, we need to receive. As well, you know, when you're not receiving, you're kind of being stingy to the other person, because if you like giving, imagine how much other people like to give. So I would say really focusing on that heart being open to receive the giving part. If you're a sensitive person, you already have that down, you know how to give. So now let's practice receiving and that will really help your energy flow.
0: Oh, I like that. Usually mothers are givers. (laughs) Yes. So uh, that's a good point. Like I have to practice as well. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd say for women in general. Yeah. And, and women, some men,
0: anyone who's, yeah. who's like on that feminine
1: energy, like it could be men too. Some of us are just naturally, like if you look at the people in the population, some people are naturally, we just like to give. I was like that as a child all the way. I mean, it, it was very hard for me to turn that around. I worked with a coach and a healer to turn that around. It took time and practices. Uh, because I just, it didn't feel right to receive. Like that just didn't seem, that didn't seem okay. <laughs>
0: no, I like that. I like this interesting point about giving and receiving. And uh, personally, I have to practice as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all do. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, Catherine, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully we can have you again in this show.
1: Wonderful. Thank you.